Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark, and I'm excited to be back here today exploring in detail with you the final two core needs from the six core needs model developed by Tony Robbins. These are the need for growth and the need for contribution. These two needs are sometimes known as higher order or spiritual needs, and they're slightly different to the first four needs, which we call personality needs. The first four needs were certainty, variety, significance, and love and connection. So let's take a look at these needs for growth and contribution. There's a well-known saying that you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting. The thing I get most from this saying is that personal growth is a central part of the human condition. We're geared both individually and as a species to develop and grow intellectually, socially, emotionally and spiritually. You can see this most clearly in action with young children. When I look at my grandson Killian, I can see his drive to make sense of the world and to communicate more and more with others is so obvious to everybody who has anything to do with him. And he's certainly not alone when you're looking at young children. However, many of us act as if there's an end point to all this learning and to this insatiable desire to learn and grow. That's when you get to adulthood. We kind of reach a point in our lives where it's assumed we've pretty much learned everything we need to know. But nothing could be further from the truth. Human beings are learning and growing machines. And this holds true until the last breath we take. There have been many attempts to categorize pathways for this growth. One that I particularly like was developed by the famous psychologist Eric Erickson. And his framework for socio-emotional development is used widely to characterize and explain human learning and growth across the whole lifespan. This framework identifies eight stages of development. Three of them are in adult life. So we haven't finished, according to this model, when we reach adulthood. Now, similarly, the final core need of contribution is also ingrained into the human psyche. We're built to give to others beyond ourselves. In fact, the survival of the human species relies on it. Human beings learned a long time ago that banding together and working towards the common good meant more food, shelter and safety for us all. So we could even define 
the need for growth and the need for contribution as kind of like two sides of the one coin. Growth is focused on self and contribution is focused on the growth of others. Another very interesting thing about these two higher order needs is that for the most part, people get these two needs met whilst in the process of satisfying their other four personality needs. For example, as we take action to satisfy our needs for love and connection or our need for significance, we may also be contributing to someone else. A win-win for all. About half of people who volunteer in Australia say they do so for personal satisfaction, which is really another way of saying they do it for significance. And about a quarter say they volunteer because of the social contact they get, which is another way of saying they're meeting their need for love and connection. Or if you're completing a uni degree or TAFE certificate, it might mean that you're actually learning more things and perhaps it can even enhance your capacity to secure a job, maybe with a better salary or better conditions, which may well mean you're meeting your need for certainty through earning an income and potentially meeting your need for variety because you've got more choices perhaps in your career. I just want to remind you that it's less common to find people who just go out to meet their needs for growth and contribution purely on their own. Usually, when we're meeting our needs for growth and contribution, we're also meeting our personality needs in the process. And let's face it, why wouldn't you want to meet the other needs at the same time? In fact, contribution combined with growing personally and professionally is a surefire way to meet all your core needs at once. And like all the core needs, we can meet the needs for growth and contribution resourcefully, or we can meet them unresourcefully. Now, it might sound like a bit of a contradiction that there could be an unresourceful way to meet the needs to grow and contribute to others, because the very ideas of growing and contributing are positive, right? Well, it's actually not so simple. To look for answers, we can again go to Erickson's stages of socio-emotional development. In his model, he talks about how at each of the eight stages, there's a process going on where you either come out having successfully learned a critical lesson or perceiving yourself as having failed and adopting a more negative or opposite characteristic. For instance, Erickson sees the first stage in newborn children as them learning either basic trust in people and in the world, so they learn that the world is a place they can trust, or they learn that the world is a place they can't trust, so they leave that stage of development with high mistrust. If you jump forward and skip a few stages and you get to the fifth stage, which is the first adulthood stage of learning and development in Erickson's model, young adults either learn how to construct intimate relationships with a partner or friends, or if they fail at that, they'll retreat into isolation. And if you skip a few more stages and move into the final stage of development, 
which corresponds to the later stages of life, starting from about 65 years old. Humans either develop a sense of what we call ego integrity and wisdom, which kind of means we're at peace with the way we've lived our lives and we're satisfied with our achievements. Or we may feel dissatisfied, regretful or even guilty about our life, which can often lead to depression, loneliness or despair. When we think about the drive for growth in particular and also the drive for contribution, I find it interesting it kind of relates to the second law of thermodynamics, which is the law of entropy. Basically, what this law says is that in any system, energy is needed to maintain it. So when you look at systems, you know that you have to have energy for the system to remain in balance. And without this energy, the system devolves into chaos and disorder. Well, as human beings, we're a system and so we're the same. We can't just stop. We need to keep growing and progressing or we feel as though we're just wasting away. This is exactly how we begin to recognize that growth is a need which must be satisfied because unless we're satisfying that need, we kind of shrink. Resourcefully meeting the need is, well, growing, learning, going outside your comfort zone, meeting it unresourcefully or not meeting it is being stagnant. Hence the the saying, you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting. And similarly with the need for contribution, simply put, contributing to others is resourceful whilst ignoring opportunities to make a difference or constantly taking from others is destructive both to the group and ultimately to ourselves. And if we look for evidence that growing and contributing as needs are important to humans, it's pretty easy to find some, isn't it? I was trawling through Facebook the other day and I noticed that it took only a couple of minutes to come across at least a dozen different posts that were opportunities for people to grow and learn. Everything from learning new recipes, which I wasn't really interested in because I don't cook, (laughs) to getting some coaching if you're stuck emotionally, receiving some gardening tips or listening to classical music and podcasts like this one. People are everywhere online right now spruiking the opportunities that being in lockdown provides us with to learn a new instrument, learn a language, just learn. And it was exactly the same for posts that were inviting people to contribute. Someone had posted they were seeking a donation of a bicycle for a friend who can't drive. And there was invitations to join causes such as ending human trafficking or giving to Amnesty International. In this COVID-19 world, we're also often asked to contribute to or support health workers or people working in the, the essential industries and to express our gratitude and thanks to them. But it's not just COVID-19 that has people contributing and it's not just on Facebook. In Australia, we have a long history of people 
doing volunteer work. About 30% of the adult population volunteer their time and participate in some kind of volunteer work. Back in 2014, Australians volunteered 743 million hours to the community. Way back in 2010, the estimated value of volunteering in non-profit organisations was around $25 billion. I don't think they've counted it since then, but I'm sure it's grown. And of course, we don't just measure the value of volunteering in monetary terms. It is the personal, mental and social gains we get from it that is the real gold. People who volunteer regularly report that they trust others more, are happier and more connected. They even sleep better than those who don't volunteer. So all those insomniacs out there, get out and do a bit of volunteering. You can obviously see the benefits of meeting both the needs of growth and contribution. And perhaps you now understand why they are referred to as higher order or the spiritual needs out of these six core needs. All dysfunctional behaviours arise from the inability to consistently meet these six human needs. By better understanding which of the basic human needs is the driving force behind human behaviour, you can not only choose to make changes in your own life, but you may also find you can grow a bit and perhaps even contribute to others. Understanding these needs and which ones are trying to be met in any given moment can help you choose to create new patterns that lead to lasting fulfillment. Join me over the next episode as we wrap up this exploration about one of the most powerful drivers of human behavior and how we can resourcefully meet our needs and achieve the outcomes we want to have. In our next episode, we will review the ground we've covered with the six core needs. Certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. And why together they form one of the keys to understanding why we do the things we do. Stay awesome and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.